Hi everyone and welcome back to Words With Me. My name is Karsten Bush. I am an engineer, millennial, and I'm finding my footing while becoming the highest version of myself. If this is your first time, thanks for checking out the podcast. Hopefully you like it. There's five more episodes now that you can check out if you are interested in learning more about the things that I've been learning. And if this is your second time coming back, if you're just checking out another episode, thanks for sticking around. I really appreciate it. So I wanted to get something off my chest that I've been thinking about for a while. As you may or may not know by listening to other episodes or just getting a feel for who I am as a person, I'd say I'm pretty introspective. I like to look at the things that I've been learning and really take the time to process those things. And this space is really great for me, one, because I can help somebody else that's maybe going through something similar or maybe someone feels that they need to have a partner or somebody that they kind of relate to. But it's also helpful because I can just share everything and really just create that time for me. Something I've been thinking about is just how life can show you so many things in different ways, ways that maybe you didn't expect or ways that you didn't know, but there's always an opportunity to learn something. And I'm really focusing on being a lifelong learner. So opening myself to opportunities that are gonna help me grow as a person, but also not allowing fear or anxiety or doubt to hold me back from discovering new things about myself or even just putting myself in a position where I'm out of my comfort zone. We all have things to learn and that doesn't change with your age, but there's so many things that I think we experience when we're kids. So going through elementary school, middle school, high school, there's so many things that affect the people that we are today once we get through those times in our lives. And I think something that we don't talk about a lot is seeking validation from other people and how the ways that we either behaved or the ways that we were treated in middle school or elementary school can affect you. Um, And I don't think that it's fair to minimize those things One, you know, you shouldn't let it hold you back for the rest of your life, right? But it's totally fair to process those emotions that you didn't have the space to process, even if those are things that happened to you, you know, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, who knows? But we all need to have space to process our own emotions and really respect ourselves in those times. I think most of us can all relate to wanting to feel accepted by other people wanting to feel like people are really seeing you for who you are and saying that it's okay. And I think the moment it starts happening, maybe when you're a kid, you obviously don't know yourself fully, but you know, you want to be in with the clique, with the cool kids, whatever. And I think that manifests when you become an adult, when you're trying to find like adult friendships and relationships, because maybe you are finding that you want to be accepted by people, but There's a time when you start learning more about yourself and knowing more about who you are as a person that maybe those thoughts that you had as far as wanting to be accepted change. I think it's fair to say that I've had plenty of moments where I went out with a group of people or I went out to an event and it was very obvious to me that, okay, these are not my people. 
And it's not to say that there was anything wrong, but I think we should all know the people that we're comfortable around, the type of people we want to be around. And we don't need to worry about wanting to find validation in people, one, that either don't really care about us or two, just don't really know who we are. And it's not to say that validation is a bad thing because we all seek validation in one way or another. So if you want the support of your family, if you want the support of friends, if you want your ideas, your dreams, your hopes to be validated, we all want validation. But I think it becomes damaging when we start seeking validation from those people that, like I said, don't really care about us. So let's get into what validation is. Validation is recognition or affirmation that a person or their feelings or opinions are valid and worthwhile. And validation can happen in different ways. Validating something doesn't mean that you're agreeing with or supporting something. So maybe there's something you don't agree with, but it's valid, you know, like a valid opinion, for example. Validation really just focuses on acceptance of something, not necessarily supporting it, but just accepting something as true. So even the most independent and confident people still need to be validated. Like we talked about earlier, validation isn't bad, but seeking validation shouldn't be confused with having low self-esteem. So just because you need validation in one area or another, it doesn't mean that you have low self-esteem. And there's a lot of ways that validation can be good for us. It can help us to regulate our emotions, maybe to feel more comfortable in different situations. Validation isn't really a bad thing. But the key is being able to validate yourself even when others aren't validating you. So what happens when we don't value our own emotions and feelings? And what happens when we rely on other people too much? If you haven't noticed already, I talk a lot about social media. And number one, I mean, we all use social media in one way or another. It's basically infecting every, every area of our life. Uh, but it affects so much of what we do nowadays. And it really ties in perfectly with this topic. And it's easy to see how social media causes us to seek validation from others. Uh, really, when I'm talking about social media, I'm talking a lot about Instagram because I think that is one social media app that really affects the way that we live. But, you know, there's Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok. There's other social media apps, of course. But I think Instagram in particular can get toxic at times. And I'm sure if you're using Instagram or you're on Instagram, you probably know very well what that toxicity looks like. And according to a study called Generation Validation, the Role of Social Comparison in Use of Instagram Among Emerging Adults, our self-esteem and self-worth can be linked to our social media usage. So not necessarily what apps we're using, but how often we're using it and in what ways we're using it. And coming directly from that study, this may indicate that social comparison on Instagram provides young people whose self-worth is contingent on approval from others, an opportunity to exercise their self-validation goals, and subsequently authenticate their self-worth. In the process of self-validating through social comparison on social media, young people are more likely to fall into the trap of 
corresponding bias, which in turn adversely affects their self-esteem. Now, it wouldn't be completely fair to talk about this without acknowledging that social media can have some positives. For one, you can connect with interesting people or maybe people that you wouldn't have met otherwise. You can catch up with what your friends and family members are doing. You can learn about current events and news. And if you really need it, you can scroll through reels. I Guilty, I do that. You can scroll through reels and have a laugh when you need it. And all of that is true, but we should also note that social media can have its negative effects. As of the moment, I'm taking somewhat of a social media break. So I'm not gone from social media, but I'm trying to limit the amount that I use it. So I'll pop in, you know, every now and then, maybe check something that's been going on, um, post something for the blog and the podcast as needed, um, or maybe just share something that was really interesting in my life. But again, I'm trying to limit that time, especially on Instagram. Uh, There's a lot of pressure to be socially accepted and that manifests itself when we're kids. So obviously, like we were saying earlier, you want to be in with the clique. You want the cool kids to see you. You just want to feel like you matter. And I think apps like Instagram kind of make it difficult to manage that um, successfully. So we're operating off of views and likes and shares, and we're using that to gauge if what we're doing matters, which is kind of crazy because I'd imagine before social media, you know, you would just do something and it didn't really matter if 100 people liked what you were doing. You just did it because you wanted to. Nowadays, because of social media, we have social media influencers. We have people that are able to make livelihoods off of social media. And even still, there's that pressure, but it's kind of exacerbated because of Instagram, for example. And the real issue at hand is that we're allowing acceptance from other people to define who we are or who we can become. And if we're not really careful, social media can take over our lives. Um, And that does sound extreme. You know, obviously it's not like a doomsday event because of social media, but it's kind of true. I mean, imagine spending every waking moment obsessing over what other people are thinking about you what they're thinking about something you posted, or even imagine agonizing over getting a certain number of likes and raking up followers. And personally, I'm sure we all know, but I know of people that might you know, repost something because they didn't get the amount of likes that they wanted or delete something altogether because it didn't reach a certain threshold and kind of just scrapping away whatever they're passionate about, what they really love to do because people aren't really seeing them. And it's unfortunate. But, you know, it's exhausting and the pressure to match up to other people is just as exhausting. In an article from Psychology Today, people with high self-confidence are less negatively affected by social media than those whose confidence is lacking. By constantly comparing themselves to apparently perfect images online, social media users whose self-confidence is lacking can become more anxious or depressed over what others seem to have and what they don't have. That nagging feeling of not being able to measure up will only lead to self-confidence and an erosion of self-worth. 
Each login can chip away just a bit more of any good feeling a person might have had. And it's, it's natural to compare, right? I mean, we compare different items we were thinking about buying. We compare decisions we can make. Comparison is normal, but it's, it's really unfortunate, especially on Instagram, because if your self-esteem is lacking, if you just see one post from an Instagram model or maybe a post from somebody that you think has this perfect life and you start comparing what you have and what you don't, we're only seeing a snapshot of that person's life. That's only a portion of what they're doing. And if we're being honest, it's not as if every single moment of our life is Instagrammable. And the same can be said of even celebrities or influencers. Not everything that we do might be worthy of being posted, but I mean, it's okay. And we shouldn't allow an image really is what it is. We shouldn't allow an image to affect the way that we see ourselves or affect the way that we treat ourselves because life is so much more than Instagram. I mean, if Instagram just stopped working, right? Like if the app just completely crashed, we would still be living the rest of our lives. And social media isn't always indicative of what our lives look like. And it really isn't difficult to like a picture or to get likes on social media. And I think the amount of likes that we get can get confused with real validation. And what I like, at least on Instagram, I'll give to them is that you can actually turn off the amount of likes. So you can turn it off to where you can't see other people's likes and where you don't see your own likes. And I think that's nice because it's kind of taking away that immediate social media validation where you don't know how many likes you're getting on this picture because you can't see it. Um, that's really smart. But we don't always do a full evaluation of a picture or a video or something that we see before we decide to like it. So the same thing with scrolling on Instagram and just watching reels for hours. It's not hard to press the, the like button. Like it only takes a second. And I think the same can be said of the stuff that we post. So even if we're posting something that we thought was really interesting, like a trip we took, a movie we saw, this meal we had, you know, we could just be posting whatever we want. But liking something doesn't really show you that what you did mattered to somebody else. And it's not as if what you do should necessarily matter to other people because, you know, just do what you want. But it only takes a second, again, to like a post. So if someone's getting 10,000 likes and their validation and their self-worth is based off of those likes, if they have an off day where maybe they only get half of that or like a quarter of that and they're relying on it, then their self-esteem can be negatively affected. And I think one way to really check in with yourself and to see, okay, if you do have a problem with your social media usage, you know, if one day you post something and you don't get the amount of likes that you want, if you feel bad because of it or you feel dragged down or, you know, like you're having a bad day because you didn't get a certain number of likes or views, then I think that would be a good time to evaluate whether or not you should be using Instagram or any social media app or really just evaluate how you are using it. Social media validation is it's weak and, you know, it's really shallow because it's not anything that can make up for real human connection. And again, it's not really showing you if people care or if people are really appreciating what you're putting out. And 
I think because we're chasing likes and social media validation, we can get focused on pumping out content, even if we're not an influencer or, or even if we're not getting paid for what we're putting out, we get focused on churning out content because we're trying to keep up. And we don't really focus on making sure we're treating ourselves as if our lives matter, our lives outside of social media and the lives that we live outside of what we post. And it's okay if every detail of your life isn't going to get posted. It doesn't have to get posted. And I think we should really evaluate the way that we live our lives because of social media. Even now, I mean, there's people that plan trips around social media posts. There's people that plan their day around what they're going to put on Instagram or plan their outfit on what they're going to put on Instagram. And I think we can all say that we're guilty of it, but you know, there's a way to manage that without letting it take over your life. So where do we actually go from here? And how do we decrease our need to be validated by other people? Obviously, like anything that we go through in life, it takes time to really learn and adjust. But the first thing that we have to understand is what kind of validation are we even seeking? So what is it that you're trying to get from these external factors like social media? I think cultivating your confidence and your self-worth is so important and really taking the time to do it is, it's really valuable and I think it's essential, but what are we trying to get from social media? I mean, there was a time, you know, maybe, I don't know, circa 2010 or so, whenever Instagram popped up, where we were just posting stuff because we wanted to, because there was just this really cool app and you could share things with your friends and, you know, just have fun. But now it's morphed into something that's not really fun all the time. Um, but, you know, we do have to evaluate what is it that we're trying to get from social media because social media, it really just presents an illusion in a lot of ways. And there's nothing that can make up for having real genuine connection with people that care about you, with, you know, really going out and experiencing your life for yourself. And like we said earlier, there's nothing wrong with validation, but if we let it become the focus of everything that we do, we lose sight of the things that really matter and are really important. And no amount of social media validation can really make up for truly living the life that you want to live. I would say, for me at least, something I'm challenging myself with is just trusting myself more. So trusting myself and trusting my actions and my decisions without feeling this need to get validation from other people. And I think social media is kind of, social media can really just keep you from trusting yourself. So don't ask about what somebody else thinks about what you're gonna do. Don't ask about what somebody's gonna think about what you're gonna post, you know, just do it because you want to. And part of trusting yourself is realizing that you don't need a yes from everybody else in order to say yes to yourself. And if you rely on others too much, you may find yourself having a difficult time making certain decisions. You might even spend a lot of time second guessing yourself. So there's ways that you can kind of tell if you're being too dependent on other people. But some tips for this include taking social media breaks. So you can even limit the amount of time. I know on iPhone, you can set time limits for apps that you use. Maybe you only allow yourself to go on social media for like an hour or two a day. 
Um, but really just monitoring your intake and gauging your response to the different things that you're seeing on social media. Another is just, you know, simply not asking for validation. So do something because you want to do it and don't worry about what anybody else is going to think. Just trust yourself and your decisions. And leading into that, doing things that require you to trust your own decision making is another tip. Others include stop comparing yourself to other people, change the way that you talk to yourself, and just do the things that make you feel good. I think we lose sight of just doing the things that make us happy because there's this pressure to have other people see it or have other people think that it's cool too. Um, but you don't have to do something just because other people are going to like it. I really think social media breaks are important and it's not really something that you have to broadcast to the whole world, you know, which is ironic because I'm saying it on the podcast, I know. Um, but doing the things that are going to help you maintain your mental health, your spiritual health, your own well-being are really important. And I think we underestimate how much social media can negatively impact those things. So if anything, hopefully if you take something away from this episode, um, just remember that social media is an illusion. It's could be here today and gone tomorrow. I mean, trends change all the time, apps come and go, but our lives are still going to be here. So even once you log out of the app or once you take your social media break, you still have the rest of your life to live. And I think it's a really beautiful and exciting thing to really embrace that. Um, but social media doesn't have to become that big part of your life. It doesn't have to be something that you're depending on. It could just be something that you check out every now and then. And I think that's something that's challenging, especially for this generation coming up, people that grew up using Instagram and other social media apps. But there is a way to combat that. And hopefully something that I said in this episode helped you get closer to achieving that. So let's get into these affirmations for this episode. I don't have to live my life based on what other people say about it. I am allowed to do the things that make me feel good and I trust my decision making. I don't need social media to feel validated or accepted by other people. I choose myself, I love myself, and I accept myself. I refuse to compare myself to other people. This life that I'm living is beautiful and I have the choice to make it beautiful every day. I watch the way I talk to myself and I remove myself from the things that don't serve me or my highest good. Okay, that was it for this episode. I wanted to just make a really quick episode just to talk about that because social media I think is very interesting to talk about, but hopefully you learned something from this, something that you can share with somebody else Maybe it opened your eyes to the way that you use social media. And I would love to hear your thoughts about this topic. Thanks for tuning in and listening. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.